It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino App. Elliot Tour Parks, James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Parks Casino, Big TV's comfy chairs, and a pretty big game to bet on this weekend. What up, B? How you doing? So we were driving here, and I was actually talking to Wechter about this yesterday, saying it feels like the, the game doesn't have a ton of buzz, right? But the second we walked in here, like it is packed in here right oh, now. Yeah. People are getting their bets in. I'm very excited for kickoff tomorrow. Obviously, a year ago, a little different. A year ago, I yeah, was in Arizona. I would Arizona. say I'm, I'm slightly yeah. less excited yes. this year than yeah, last year. Probably a bit time. of a different vibe. Yes. But, um, no, it's really cool to, to come in here and see everyone super excited. And, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, Park's definitely the place to be. Yes. Uh, speaking of the game, we'll get into that in a sec. But I, I can't help but sit here basically more or less a year later, essentially, yeah. for all intents and purposes. And when I think about the game, and we will get to the game, we'll talk Super Bowl Day 215-592-9494. If you want to get in on the game, we'll get into that. We'll get into the Andy thing and all that. But I can't help but sit here and think about doing this show a year ago, mm-hmm. doing this show tomorrow on Super Bowl Sunday, yep. a special show a year ago, and, and just kind of feeling like, you know, how, how far away that feels. Yeah. It, how, how distant that feels. How you feel in a year later you know, going into a game without the Eagles in it. Well, that, like that, we all thought they were going to be. So I, I know they did not win the game that day, but that was probably one of the best games I've seen the Eagles play in a lot of ways, like on that stage against that opponent. And to think from going from that level of a year ago, the, t- the kind of game this team played to the last time we saw them play yeah. in Tampa, I mean, it's wild. And, you know, moving to into next season and obviously watching the game tomorrow, I think what will be on everyone's ha- uh, mind is, how far away are the Eagles from going back to that, right? And I think sometimes when we do these shows, we come in and, you know, we'll talk about it in the car and, you know, like you'll have a strong opinion one way or, and I'll be the other or whatever. Going into this, you know, I'm kind of mixed on how, how I feel about how far away they are because on one hand, I do firmly believe that when predicting the future, it, you know, one of the best ways to do that is to look at, like, the, the resume of these guys. And Howie, Nick, Jalen, and Jeffrey have been a winning foursome right like they they have shown that with with howie and jeffrey running it and then nick and jalen at the at the helm of the team they're a winning organization so for me to sit here and say i think they're far away i think that would be too much of an emotional uh an emotional take coming off of last year clearly they collapsed last year and the end of that was brutal and they're gonna have to be way better next year but howie and jeffrey have shown that when they're running a team they know how to stay competitive And Nick, for all intents and purposes, has, like, you know, exceeded expectations like 80% of the time he's been the head coach. Clearly last year it it collapsed and that changes things. But on the flip side, 
the team I saw, like I was in denial about how bad they were. I, I, I went down with the ship about the most you could go down with the ship, right? I, each week we sat here and I said, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to get out of it. I think they're better than, than people say. And they weren't. Like I was wrong. So there is a part of me that is a little uh, you know, worried about next year because the quarterback's a question, and they have a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball to get back to the team that we saw playing the Super Bowl a year ago. What, without a doubt. Well, so I Sorry, think, that was a lot. No, yeah. well, I think that, look, I, I kind of feel a little unsure as well. First and foremost, I do think that, and I've said this many times, you could turn around super quickly in yep. the NFL. We see that. We've seen that with the Eagles. Again, you know, in we, 2015, Chip, it felt like that dude burned the roster to the ground. It was like no one has come in and, and you know, took a crap on our team and then left more than Chip yeah. Kelly, and then we win the Super Bowl two years later. Uh, 2000, uh, you know, 20, a couple years ago, Doug Peterson, disaster, four-win season. It feels like it's all falling apart. We have to trade the guy we thought was going to be our franchise quarterback. The new guy head we coach. Paid, new head coach. Though, but what a clown that guy was at his press conference, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And then they almost win the Super Bowl a year ago uh, now, essentially. So, like, I know how quickly it can turn around, and I do believe in Jalen Hurts. I do believe that this was a a step back and he will take another step forward i I don't think that what we saw from jalen this year is the guy we're going to see moving forward so i do think they can turn around quickly but but to your point i can't say that i believe it until i see the changes on the defense until i see the the fixing of the and i believe that how he can do it because he's done it but i need to see the moves they make but i absolutely think that we could be sitting here next year and they could be in this game but it's gonna have to. They're gonna have to, to plug some holes. Well, I think what they're gonna get half. They're gonna have to get back to is the way they won before this whole thing fell apart. Was they dominated the line of scrimmage? And as much as it's fun to talk about Jalen and the coaching staff, and obviously Kellamore and Vic Fangio will have a big part of this turnaround. And Jason Kelsey actually said some interesting things uh, over the week at the Super Bowl talking about those two. Um, it was weird. Jason talked about the Eagles saying they and not we. It was you know a weird. Uh, Weird feeling to hear from Jason. But if you look at how this team was great before, it was winning at the line. And moving into next year, and I think one thing you'll see tomorrow during the Super Bowl is those teams have really good line play. The Chiefs have a great defensive line and a great offensive line. I know they're dealing with injuries on the offensive line, but they win because they win at the line of scrimmage. The The 49ers, their offensive line is, is, is not great, but their defensive line is. Like Those are two teams that win at the line of scrimmage, and the Eagles used to do that. Uh, at the end of last year, they did not. So if you want to talk about how can they get back, right? because I agree with you, turnarounds happen really quickly in the NFL. I don't even know if I would say this needs to be a complete turnaround. Like I mean, they, they were the playoffs. They were in you know, the playoffs and, and they won eleven games. It is games. a turnaround. We saw how it ended. It, yeah, it for is. sure. It is. But the I, arrow I get is your pointing. point. The arrow but was like I, down. to the point we just made, like we saw the Bengals go from four wins to the Super Bowl the next year. We saw the yep. Eagles turn around from four wins to the Super Bowl two years later. That's a real turnaround. That's yeah. a bottom of the barrel turnaround. It felt like the Eagles, I know, and I mean, you know, we had comparisons to 64 and the whole collapse on it. And in the moment, it felt like, oh, my God, this is the yeah. worst it's ever been. It's not. Like, the Eagles don't have the worst roster in the NFL. They are not. I know they look like one of the worst teams in the NFL over the last few weeks of the season. Roster-wise, organization-wise, they're not one of the worst teams in the NFL. They're just not. No, I still think they probably have a top eight roster, top look, nine the, roster. the odds for next year's Super Bowl, they're like a top seven, top eight yeah. team. Like, yeah. that, even Vegas is with what we just saw thinks that they are going to turn around and be a contender again next yeah, year. Yeah, and I do think they still have the right people in place. Again, my biggest question would be Jalen, and I think with any team, if you go into the year with a question of quarterback, I guess the difference would be, like, the Niners, let's say. Going into this past year, you had no idea what Brock Purdy was. Like, he was a question, and, you know, you could argue, obviously, the end of the year, the prior year, he played well, but he was a, he was a huge question. Jalen's a different kind of question going into this year. I think we have an idea of who Jalen is. It's a matter of what version of Jalen we're going to get. Because if you get 2022 Jalen, then clearly they are they are uh, Super Bowl contenders. If they get part of the ver- like a slightly better version of Jalen than they got in 2023, then they are Super Bowl contenders. The issue is the quarterback has to be better, and that's like kind of out of con- out of the control of of the coaching staff. Like that's mostly on Jalen. The coaching staff can help him, obviously. But that is a concern going into 215-592-9494. How far away do you think the Eagles are from being back in this game next year or contending 
to be back in this game next year? Do you think it is a massive overhaul? I know Joe DeCameron keeps saying he thinks that it's a two-year thing with the defense. He thinks there's no way. I completely disagree And I do, too. But I I think there are people out there who believe that this can't be fixed in an offseason. Are you that person? 215-592-9494. Let's also get to the game itself. And, uh, and obviously calling on the Eagles, and you can call it on the Super Bowl. The game itself, Andy Reid going for Super Bowl number yeah. three, uh, getting into elite company. Not many head coaches have won three Super Bowls. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. Not many quarterbacks have won three Super Bowls. Going up against a team we hate, you know, flat-out hate. It is, it is about there are so few situations that could have gotten me to root for the team that broke my soul a year ago at this time, and yet it's not even a question. Yeah, so I have. We're going to be on different sides of this one. I think the the next year thing, we kind of agree on where we're at. But going into the game tomorrow, I don't have like a hatred for the Niners. I find them annoying because I don't think they're as good as people say they are. Like I think they should have lost to Detroit. They probably should have lost to the Packers, and they really shouldn't be in the Super Bowl. But they are, and credit to them for for being there. But I go into the game tomorrow, like I'm rooting for Andy. You know, I, like growing up in Philadelphia, growing up watching the Eagles. The Eagles won a lot of games under Andy, and I know that they did not win the Super Bowl, but I think my time covering the team, and really this past seven or eight years, has taught me that what Andy did back then is even more impressive than I thought it was. For Andy to go to those, you know, all those championship games he did, and to go back, to back, to back, to back, like, that's so hard to do. And watching the Eagles struggle to deal with success now really makes me look back at the Andy Reid tenure even more favorably. Like, when I think back to Andy Reid, I don't view him as a guy that kept them from winning a Super Bowl or that should have won a Super Bowl. I view a guy that gave them a chance to win a Super Bowl most years he was here. And I think if they would have kept him, you know, this is revisionist history, like it'd be interesting to see how it would have played out. So I don't hold any ill will towards Andy. I don't think he cost the Eagles anything. I think he's the best head coach in franchise history. I think he did a great job when he was here. And I actually think, you know, when Andy retires as maybe the best head coach of all time, It'll be cool to say that he was, you know, he he started with the Eagles in a large part of his career. At least, you know, a yeah, portion of it will be with the Eagles. Yeah, that, that's way too like, uh, you know, uh, happy, you know, smiley love. But it, that's what it looked back at the time. But they, it, they were, look, I appreciate what Andy did here. I think that he helped set this franchise up in a, in a way where he taught them how to win. He showed Jeffrey Lurie what a winning organization should look like. He built that here, and and I appreciate that. But he did come up small in big spots for us many yeah, times over, and 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 it was his fault in a lot of cases, and there were you know other blame to go around. But and and I think we all know if you were here in the moment, it was time. You know there was not yeah. there was very few. I wasn't. I was going to say not a single person. Maybe a couple people in no, this it city. Was time. It was you time. You know everyone thought it was time, and and time had run its course. So I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have this like fond thought of Andy in love. But I, it, my thing is more, I'm rooting against the Niners. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not rooting for Andy as much as I am rooting flat out against the Niners, how much I hate this Niners team, how I can't live in a world where they're Super Bowl champions and, and feel happy on a daily basis. So so mine is much more of I'm rooting against the Niners more. It seems like you're rooting more for the Chiefs. I'm, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I, to be honest, the Niners, I feel like they've kind of been vindicated. Like, they, it was a full offseason. I enjoy rivalry in, sport, in sports, and obviously all the talking they did, I completely understand the rivalry. But they came into Philadelphia and smacked the Eagles around. Like, Debo completely backed it up. I don't think they would have won the game last year if Brock Purdy played. Like, that Eagles team was better. Um, I think you saw it early on in that game. But the Niners said if we had Brock Purdy, we'd be in the Super Bowl. They have Brock Purdy. They're in the Super Bowl. So I agree the annoyance of them because I truly don't believe they're as but good. But they want it. Yes. But they, they, but they didn't. Like, it was a football play. You lost because your quarterback got knocked out. Like, it was a, a whiny baby way of going about it. But they it. backed it up. Like, but, they but did. I, that doesn't mean that I have to like it. No, I, I'm not saying you have to. root for it. It doesn't mean that I think that they handle. Like, you can you can come out and get revenge without having to whine the entire time while you're, you know, waiting for it. And, I, I, and I agree. Eagles fans should hate the Niners. Like, Eagles fans, I think God, they are full-on losers. And I think they're overrated. I truly do. Like, I don't think Kyle Shanahan's a good, as good of a head coach as people talk to him about. I think Brock Purdy is, is probably actually better in some ways than, than he's given public uh, credit for. I think he, he does a really nice job. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm rooting for Andy. Like, I want Andy to get his third. I would love it if Andy passed Bill Belichick or whatever in Super Bowls. Like, I, I think with Andy, again, from my childhood growing up, like, watching Andy each week, he brought a lot of really good Eagles football. Like, I don't have it in me to hope this guy fails. Again, I'm not hoping. I'm not he saying fails. you do. Yeah, I'm but. just not rooting for Andy. I'm not. Andy's got a couple Super Bowls. He's fine. 
I don't need Andy to win six Super Bowls. Like that doesn't. I would love if Andy won. Why? Six why? Super Bowls. Because, why? Because a I like oh, I like great. him. I like Let, him better Philly than Philly and go in six Super Bowls. It's look, great. Obviously, exactly I would have preferred he he's did got it a here. couple. He's fine. Let who, other people win. Who would you rather have the most Super Bowls? Bill Belichick or Andy Reid? But I don't care. It means, I see. I would like it to be why? Andy. Why? Because he he's an eagle. But he, like, no, he's not. He won none of them either. But, but he wins his, the he most started, Super Bowls. He's not going to pass Belichick. He's sixty-five years old. There's. I don't. I don't think that's true. I think it's unlikely. But I very unlikely. But regardless, like I don't. He didn't win any here. Why would I want like? Oh, Andy's an eagle, and he won seven Super Bowls somewhere else. That does nothing for me. I, that, I don't feel any pride. Why? Honestly, I feel annoyed that he won seven Super Bowls somewhere else and zero but here. But Andy set this team up for success. Like I, I forget who I heard talking about. I think it was it was a caller calling into Joe Giglio uh, and Hugh Douglas yesterday, and he was saying that um, you know Doug didn't run the ball because Jeffrey and Howie don't want him didn't want him to run the ball. I actually think if you look at like how this team is set up, and I think we had this conversation last year or within the last year and a half, like a lot of what the Eagles do, like Andy set the foundation. I for. said that earlier. Like, I, I think, said he showed yeah. them out what a winning. That doesn't I think mean Andy that, that doesn't mean that I want Andy winning. to win seven Super Bowls in Kansas City. Why? Two I mean, is fine. Three. He's going to get three. Hopefully, because he uh, against the Niners, I'm fine with Andy never winning another Super Bowl after this year. So I win it this year, and we're good. Pal. So I understand from the perspective of you want the Eagles to win it, right? So ideally, yeah, in four also, years, the Eagles. Also, have- you know, I root for. I want if it's not the Eagles, then I want it to be the Bills, or the Lions, or the Cleveland Browns, or someone who hasn't won in a while. Like I don't need to see Andy win over and over. I, and over I, I just I as like a football, what, I, as a football fan, but Andy's like one of us. Like Andy's, he's not. But he's he a Kansas is. City he, Chief. He, he, he he's became, not. But Andy, he be, he Andy became, Reid will be remembered as a Kansas he City Chief. He became Andy Reid here in Philadelphia. Like when he goes oh into the yeah, Hall of Fame, his origin story as a super villain yes. was here in Philadelphia. No, not as a You're right. Villain. Yes, as when, the villain. When Andy goes into the Hall of Fame, a large part of that no, it won't. It'll be all be about the Chiefs. It's all about the Chiefs. It'll be mentioned, obviously, but it'll be about the Chiefs. Oh, started in Philly, won zero Super Bowls there, and then went on to win all these freaking titles. Somewhere I still else. think this Andy. Is crazy. Is, I still think Andy is viewed as his second act as the Chiefs. I don't think he's viewed as a Chief. I don't. Know Period. About that. I think people still view him very much as an you Eagles are coach. crazy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So a lot to chime in on. How far away is this Eagles team from being back playing this weekend next year? Andy Reid, do you root for him? Do you root for Andy in this spot? Or are you more just rooting against the Niners like I am? Yeah. And, and Andy can win one more, and that's it. And I'm good. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Edmonton, talk to our buddy Tommy Yota. Yes, how we doing today? What up, Tom? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. It sounds like you guys are all ready for the Swift Bowl tomorrow. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> the Super Bowl tomorrow. Look, I'm, I'm good with either. I'm good with either. I think she's <laughs> flying. I believe her plane's already started to be tracked. So Uh-oh, she, she is on the way to Las Vegas. Don't worry. Couldn't care less. So, <laughs> Not hey, surprising. Th- just to touch on Andy Reid, okay, I view Andy Reid as a way more successful NFL version of Terry Francona, Okay. Yeah, I think for, like the only difference is if Andy actually had success here while Terry well, didn't. Like I said, a but, more yeah. successful version. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not more, I mean, not necessarily I, yeah. more successful after leaving. I mean, slightly more. But I mean, Terry Francona. I mean, the, in my opinion, the greatest baseball manager of his generation. Well, but certainly it, one of them. Bruce Bochy, the only was, one I might put above him. Well, and Andy was way more successful here, right? That's the point. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. big difference, is what I'm saying. But once yeah, they yeah, left, yeah. they both All had right. lots of success. Yep. So as far as the Super Bowl, because I do want to get on the Eagles, it's a fascinating topic. Uh, I still don't understand why the Chiefs are underdogs in this game. I mean, I think they're going to win by 10 points. I got it, it. Tom, it's like, my weirdest thing, and I said it to you. This is James' favorite, favorite question. It's my most, yeah. not just favorite, it's the only thing that makes me nervous. It's yeah. that, Tom, I'm with you. Literally every single person I've talked to, or like you know, 95% of people I've talked to, think the Chiefs are winning. Don't bet against Mahomes, whatever. Why isn't the line moving? Why are the know. Niners still favored? I don't know. It's the craziest thing. Well, let me I, ask I, you two something. Do you think, because we're like in the same bubble in a way. We work for Dubai P, Tom. You call in all the time. You're a big part of Station 2. Like, do, do you think that we hear a lot of people picking the Chiefs because a lot of people in our orbit but don't want to like pick the Niners? But I feel like it's too. Like, even the people well, but we have on the station. They are, but they are the guests underdogs. we have coming on. So. I know. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's a out. little bit of both, though. It's probably more in our face just because of the two teams Agreed. in it. I see what you're yeah. saying, but... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I still say like 38-28 Chiefs. I, I don't know how you bet against Mahomes and Reed at this point. I mean, I it's the coach. It's the quarterback. And listen, their defense looks way better than the Niners' defense so far in the playoffs. So. Yeah, way, way better. Yeah, not yeah. just that it's been better. I mean, not all season, but it's been better most of the season. Yeah, now the Eagles, unfortunately, are far, far away. Um, 
because I laid it out for you guys last week when I told you, look, it's the, it's the, you know, in my eyes, I see it as an organizational philosophy. I laid it out both offensively and defensively. But if I'm to believe, and I gave them credit because they have had success with it, but the two years they had success being the Super Bowl appearance last year, and then, of course, 17, like 17, how we now every free agent? Yeah. I would argue, okay? Probably half the drafts draft picks that we're playing, right? Yep. So, going in, and and two years ago, he did a, a damn good job at it. Not as good as 17, and of course, they didn't win it, but so if I'm to believe he's turning this around, he's got to nail everybody he brings in here, and there's just too many holes, especially on defense. You know, it's interesting on defense, because I agree, they, they definitely need some new starters, obviously. like They probably need two new starters at linebacker. Reed Blankenship, we could debate, so maybe one new starter at safety. One new corner. Yeah, one I new. I mean, unless Keely Ringo can yeah, take one a new leap corner. or something. So I, I think what he really needs to nail, Tom, because I think your point is correct, like I truly do believe like the defensive line, he probably has to add somebody there, depending on what mm-hmm. they do with Reddick. And then that offensive line, man, like if Kelsey doesn't come back, and you know, we, mm. we get so many mixed signals on that, they have a major, major hole at right guard, well, assuming you move, I, you move Cam Jurgens to center. Well, listen, it's funny you mention Kelsey because I'm about to call 267-965-2595 and leave my plea for Kelsey to stay. Love it. I, I'm telling you, if he goes, man, we're definitely far, far away. We've got to be a couple years away. I mean, he's such a huge part of it. A couple years is strong, but I agree. If they lose Kelsey, then it is a major blow to next year's chances for sure. All right, well, love you, fellas. Mean it. My man. Oh, you're the best, Tom. Yeah, and I I want Jason to make whatever decision he has to make for his life, his family, yeah, his whole thing. I think thing. We, we all do. But yeah. obviously, to your point, they are a much better team if he comes back. They, I, he matters, obviously. 215 Ninety-four, ninety-four from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino on Super Bowl weekend. We are hanging out, talking Eagles, talking Niners, Chiefs. Get in now, 215-592-9494. Go Birds Radio with you till 3. Don't go anywhere. Live bet on all your favorite sports, including the big game. That's right, the big game tomorrow. We're all going to be betting on it. Plus, you can play all your all your favorite casino games on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the Sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fanatic. You can bet more than just the score. You can bet Philly hoops and all pro hoops. You can bet on individual player performances for points and more. You can play blackjack and more with a live dealer right on your phone. This Sunday is the big game. Sam Fran, still a two-point favorite against Kansas City. Man, it feels like a great chance to get uh, Kansas City as an underdog. And the over-under for this game is sitting at 48. That also seems low. Maybe bet the, the over on that one. So check out player props for the big game plus Bet on the coin toss, over-unders by team, scoring by quarters, literally over 900 types of different bets available to you on the uh, Bet Parks app. Bet Parks has a great offer. Join me right now and download the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. See website, betparks.com for details. You love to play. You play to win. You bet. Bet Parks must be 21 and in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, or or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's go, Birds Radio. 
Justin Morgenstein. A little, do you know who this is? Ben? Honestly, I heard a slot machine. I thought he was doing like a gambling thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's a song, but at first I thought Yes, it was, it's a yeah. song. But do you have any idea what it is? Push it up a little bit, Justin. Give me a little of that. A little louder. There you go. Um, no, I don't. The song's called Money. Does that help at all? No. No. It's Pink Floyd. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to guess Jimi Hendrix, but then no! I was too afraid. No, good. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe keep that one in the holster yeah. next time. Yeah. 215-592. I enjoyed that Does Elliot Know the Song Coming Back and Break? Especially the answer is mostly no. Mostly no. Yeah. I would guess the vast majority of people listening did know that one. I would think so. <laughs> Demographic fits. 592-9494. Uh, where are you at with the Eagles right now as we sit here? One year ago today, we're doing a show, getting ready for the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah. The Eagles are in it, and uh, decidedly not the case this year. How are you feeling about the Eagles? How far away they are from being back at this spot this weekend? And then, obviously, the game itself, the whole Andy thing, Chiefs-Niners. Well, I think another major difference, too, between last year and this year is I feel like all last offseason, you know, we differed slightly on how good the team would be. But one thing we did both agree on was that the NFC was weak. And I think we ended up being wrong about that. Like, the NFC ended up being somewhat stronger. I think going into next year, one thing that will make it tougher on the Eagles is, you know, the Niners presumably are so going to be. So I do think the AFC is better than the NFC this Maybe. year, Maybe, yeah. Like, I think yeah. at the end of the day, like we talked about, that gauntlet, like when you look at the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills, like I think the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills might be the three best teams in football at the end of the day. Yeah, I wouldn't fight you on you that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I agree. So Bills top five. Who knew? In who, the end, who, who, they who, who got the there, buddy. Yeah. At the time, they weren't. Exactly. Yeah. That's all that matters at the time. <laughs> at was. the time, we would have said Eagles number one. Yes, so, yeah, yes, things yes. change. But I guess the point I'm making is last year, ultimately, I picked the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl because I thought the path in the NFC was pretty wide open. I don't know if that's the case now because the Niners will be contenders again. The Cowboys are always a double-digit win team. Uh, the Lions will be better this ne- next year. The Packers, like – I just look at the the, the conference, and I think it's going to be a tougher task uh, than we thought at so least this time So I last get year. your point, but also we thought at this point last year the Eagles would be playing right now. So, like, things oh, change. for sure. You know 100%, I mean? like, but, yeah. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to our guy, Drew in Westchester. What up, Joseph? What's up, boys? How we doing? Um, what up, Drew? I will, I will let you know when there's a more substantial update, but there has been an honest attempt made to – reach out to Quintus people, so I will Whoa! let you know um, if we have news wow. um, well, on you that saw at Jay- Jalen was uh Jalen was on her show this week. Yeah, that, and smiling, too. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he and looked really happy. I saw the Kelsey, little clip. Yeah. I haven't seen the episode, but he looked yeah. like a really happy human. Kelsey and BG, too. So it was a, the whole it was, does Jalen ever smile thing was probably a little too far with yeah. that. <laughs> Analyzing the poor guy. Well, part of me thinks they scheduled. I mean, part of me thinks they scheduled the premiere when they did, thinking the Eagles might be in the Super Bowl. Sure, so it's just yeah, another kind of like possible. sad, yeah. you know, case that that it's not. But I'll start with Super Bowl, and then I'll go to the to the Eagles topic. Uh, I find you know no animosity towards Andy. I like Andy. I yeah. definitely find myself rooting more against the Niners than rooting for Andy. But I'll say what I'm most hoping for is kind of like a Chiefs like convincing win without any like you know controversy in terms of officiating like last year because i don't need bosa and debo and all these guys going on you know podcasts for six months and talking about how they got hosed because i feel like think about true think about how much they complained about after the nfc championship game if anything in the super bowl is claim worthy we'll never hear the end of it it'll be years of them complaining yeah, and I just 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 don't need, just don't need that because I feel like the Eagles last year, you know, I feel like we're pretty classy and accountable in terms of how they handled it. Like you had Howie saying like both teams played on the same field. Like they had every you know Bradbury was accountable. They had every right to say they were upset and they really didn't like show it that much. So just mm-hmm. like nice like Chiefs seven point win with Vinovich refing a good game is what I need tomorrow. You just want a good game it sounds like, Drew. Just, just a good football game. It's a nice clean yeah. <laughs> clean football game. That's right. Yeah. Solid, solid game. Well officiated, uh, well played. Yes. yes. Yeah, I like it. So, I like it. So as far as um, so as so as far as the Eagles go, I, I kind of think about things like I'm kind of thinking about things right now in almost like three year like windows. So I will say I expect them to be back in the Super Bowl in the next like three years. I think it might be a stretch to say they can get there next year. You know, when you guys started the topic, I pulled out my like notes app 
and I started trying to make a list of like all the players on defense who I feel good about, who have like no drama with like mm-hmm. their contracts or anything, and I wrote down one. I wrote yeah, down Jalen Carter, and that was it. So I just don't know that they can get that much fixed in one off season on that side of the ball. Yeah, it's it's interesting because look, they they need a good defense. I know we've debated me and James having you know the callers like how how much the defense matters, but you you need a good defense. Like look at the Chiefs, right? Like the Chiefs are probably there because of their defense. I don't think the defense is as far away. Like if you look at last year, they were a top ten unit when on the night they won that Chiefs game. Like just statistically, and I think they were playing pretty well too. I really do think the coordinators made the talent on the defense and the whole mess with that look worse than what it is. I think with a better coordinator, these players are going to, the players currently on the roster will look better. Yeah, that, that's fair. I'm hoping Fangio can, you know, work some, uh, work some magic and all. And that, that'll just bring me to kind of like my final point I was going to leave you guys with. You know, we talk about kind of like the organizational philosophy a lot about not taking like running backs, not taking linebackers. I think the reason I would be tempted to do it this year is taking some guy like that early is because if you nail the pick, like you're kind of set there for four or five years. Mm-hmm. It's not like well, that was the Bijan argument last year, right? Where yeah. you need to build an entire thing. Yeah, Drew, great call. And that was the Bijan. That's why you and Jack and there were people arguing for Bijan. The whole idea was, look, you don't want to pay running backs. Get one of the best you can and just have him on a, on a rookie contract for five years. Obviously, it gets a little expensive running back-wise towards right. the end of that. I think the bigger thing is that, and how he talked about it, when they talked about you know how he always wants to kind of be in front of what the, the trends are, like they were behind on this one. They were behind. Like the middle of the defense has mattered more in the last year and a half in the NFL than the Eagles thought it did. And, and I, then the Eagles have put resources into and. And you have to adjust just because things are changing. Well, I also think a tough part of not putting a major resource in the linebacker position is just it does it makes you have to address it nonstop in the way that every year it feels like they're going out and trying to sign two new linebackers. And I think if you asked every GM in the league every year to try to find two new linebackers, like a lot of them would miss a lot. Totally. So by the fact that Howie, you know, let TJ Edwards leave, which to be fair, at the time, you know, I wouldn't say fans were like no big deal, but no fan was was crying over people the fact. People were upset. TJ. People were upset, but, but I don't think it. I mean, think about. I the, think the bigger issue was it seemed like TJ wanted to go to Chicago, and it's like right. well, you kind of do. Well, that. the reaction to Chauncey Gardner Johnson sure. was much stronger. Yeah, I think. agree. Um, so I think it was probably a mistake not to re-sign TJ. But Drew's point's a good one. Where I don't know if I'd use a first round pick on a linebacker, but if you nail an early pick, you stop the cycle of constantly having to find new linebackers. Totally. Yeah, it's a massive point. Let's go to Columbus and talk to our guy Corey. What up, Core? What up, James? What up, ESP? What up, Corey? How you doing, man? Hey, man, one, one point on the Super Bowl, like, I get what you're saying, Elliot, about the 49ers, like, came, you know, they beat us down, and they, you know, like, one thing about the Philadelphia fan base is that this this is one organization that we you don't want to hear, like, oh, if we didn't have our quarterback, we could have won. Like, you, you don't say that to Eagles fans. Like, right, considering the Eagles won the Super Bowl without right. their and quarterback. It's like, yeah. And it's like even the game, like the Rams game when Carson Wentz got hurt, that was like a major game. Like, that was for like the one seed. Like, if well, we how lost about, game, how about uh, Rams- uh, Corey, how about we lost our quarterback in an NFC championship game? People forget Eagles-Panthers, 3 right. Donovan got exactly. knocked out of that game. Exactly. And it's like, it's like that's, that's, that's my only argument with the 49ers. It's like, they, they they have like this entitled mentality, but you know they they've been one Super Bowl and they've you know been to a lot of NFC championships. But all they've done is what the Eagles did in the early 2000s with Andy Reid. Like you haven't won anything. Yeah, yeah they haven't won so, since ninety six, ninety five, ninety six. The Chargers ninety four, ninety five, whatever that was. Exactly. Now to get to get with the Eagles. So my my biggest thing with with the Eagles and Howie Roseman, I, I get I agree with you. The Eagles should invest in the line, and I one hundred percent you build through the trenches. But my, my pushback on them doing that this year is that most of the guys that the Eagles have, like, is going to be the guys next year. Like, Dalen Carter, Jordan Davis, if they re-sign Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, you know, even on the O-line. It all depends on what we do with Kel- if Kelsey decides to come back. But pretty much the starters are going to be there. My well, Jordan the- Davis, though, just, just really quick, like, Jordan Davis, he will be on the roster, and I think he'll be in the rotation. But he is certainly not a player where I'm, like, gonna pass on another defensive tackle because of him. I I agree with yeah. your saying, but the Eagles aren't gonna do that. We we've seen them start I don't know Derek about Barnett that. for five, six years when he didn't divert, deserve to start. Look, I don't so, think Jordan Davis is going anywhere. I think he'll be involved, but the question is look, Milton Williams is a free agent. I mean they have 
like their depth there is Milton Williams might have been their best or most consistent guy the second right. half of the season at that yeah. position. You know, I, Fletcher I, I 100% Cox. agree with that. But what, like with the Eagles, what I want to see the Eagles do, and kind of like what Drew talked about, the Eagles, everyone says like they're not good at, you know, drafting cornerbacks and safeties. Like we never do that. Like the only safety we, or cornerback we drafted was like Sidney Jones in the past, like since I can't tell you when, in like the top three rounds. Yeah. Like, I trust this team to draft a lineman in the fourth or fifth yeah, round. Yeah, Eric Rowe is the only them. other one I could think of in the last decade that they've taken in the first three rounds, and that didn't work out either. Avante was fourth. Right. He fourth. was fourth round. Okay. Yeah, I would I, I would trust this team to develop to draft a lineman in the third or fourth round and develop them into like a perennial starter or a Pro Bowl type player. Then I would trust them to draft. No, it's a, a Corey. It's a really I, Corey. Great call, man. Keep them coming, and and I think that's a really fascinating point. I don't think he's wrong. You know, there are certain positions that the Eagles historically have done a better job drafting and developing than others, and they have struggled, especially high draft pick corners. First of all, they haven't made a ton of those picks. But the ones they have made have not worked out. Now, I will say, Landon Dickerson, first-round pick. No, Jurgens just talking for, corners. I'm no, talking no, about. he was saying he trusts him to draft a lineman well, late. Well, Dickinson more. was a second-round pick. Sorry, Dickinson. my bad. Second-round mm-hmm. pick. But Cam Jurgens, second-round pick. So, yeah. Lane was a first-round pick. So, they have invested high resources into that in terms of developing, though. I agree. I think Stoutland has shown he can develop players from a later round into contributing players. 215-592-9494. How far are the Eagles from being in this game next year and what do they have to do to get back to this game you know how how quick a fix can it be and then the game itself the Andy Reid thing are, are you rooting for Andy Elliott is fully in on supporting Andy Reid yeah. why wouldn't I because I'm rooting against the Niners and Andy can win one more and then I'm good no no uh, fourth for no, Andy no okay. the, 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 this is it there's enough for Andy uh, where do you stand on the game itself and, and whether you're rooting more for Andy or more against the 49ers. It's the uh, it's uh, Gobert's Radio, 215-592-9494. We're coming right back. Let's talk about our friends at Window Nation. It's frosty, it's freezing, which means it must be February. And if you finally had enough of those frigid drafts coming through your windows and the frustration of higher and higher heating bills, it's time to fight the February cold with quality replacement windows from our friends at GoBirds, Window Nation. This month only, replace your windows and save up to 50% off on all window styles. Plus, zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. Me and James say all the time we cannot believe that deal. Their professional installation team has over 10 years of experience. Plus, they can install your new windows in one day or less. And these windows, they come with a lifetime warranty. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands of homeowners have trusted Window Nation for their homes, and you can too. So don't miss out. With 50% off and zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months, you simply can't afford to wait, especially with how cold it is outside. So it's easy. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate and tell them GoBird sent you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook uh, Casino here, Parks Casino. Uh, just awesome, big comfy TVs, people betting on the big game this weekend. Super, Lots yeah, it's going to be sick tomorrow here. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So this is the place to be tomorrow. 215-592-9494. We're talking Eagles Super Bowl. Anything you want to get in on, I want to throw something else into the hopper, and then we'll get back to the phones. The Jason Kelsey thing, Elliot, as it has been um, – it's been, like, just in terms of, of I'll, I'll speak from my own perspective, because, you know, we're all the hero of our own story and all that. Um, Especially, you know, you're a hero, so <laughs> it makes sense with you. Um, but, but point being that, like, I feel like me alone, like, I've gone on this, this 
I think he's going to retire. At the end of the season, I was like, he's definitely retiring. Then I turn, I'm like, he's coming back. Yeah. Now I think he might retire again. Like, I'm like a real roller coaster. I'm sure he's going through it, too. But um, where are you at now? Because felt, it felt like we both we both started the offseason saying he's done. Like, yeah. we feel it. Like yeah, the, Then the report came out. It's like, yeah, we thought so. And then, you know, maybe he's not coming back. And then Travis Kelsey's like, I think he's coming back. And blah, blah, blah. And then... And then it kind of turns back a little bit. Jordan Mylotta saying, like, there's no way he's coming back. Yeah. And then, like, there's now reports that he's meeting with TV companies out there. And he's, you know, playing blackjack and all that. Like, it's, I don't know what to believe at this moment. Where are you at with Jason Kelsey? So, I, I agree that there's a lot of mixed signals. And I don't think it's Jason giving mixed signals. No, he can do whatever yeah, he wants. Yeah. yeah, live your life, my right. friend. Please. So, Please. The, the thing I come back to, to keep with your theme of being, you know, the hero of your own story. Just being in Tampa... And watching him walk off the field and the emotion on his face, I know, and he's talked about it, in the moment you don't make a decision like that. Obviously, we had their chef to report the next day. Um, Kelsey didn't talk to reporters after the game, which, you know, is rare for him. Like, he, he always talks. I still think he's probably going to retire. But I think what's, what's surprising to me in all this is, and, you know, who knows what he really thinks. Only he and his, and his family knows that. He does seem more torn, I think, than I expected. Yeah. I thought at the end of this offseason it would be pretty clear-cut. Like, I'm retiring. Like, I think if you would have asked me six months ago, I think by now we would have probably already had, like, the Jason Kelsey retirement press conference. Mm-hmm. And, look, when he retires, he deserves it all. The, the press conference, retired number, Eagles Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame, statue. Like, and he will get it He all. checks the whole, yeah. the whole I, thing. I can't guarantee the statue, though. You know, him in a mummer's costume. Yeah, I think they got to do it. Yeah. Awesome. I think they got to do that. But I think that. all four of those other things you said will happen. Like, he, yeah. he will obviously get in the Eagles Hall of Fame. He will have his number retired. And he will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like, Jason Kelsey is go. Those things yeah. will happen for Jason Kelsey. Um, but I think he probably will retire. I just think the just being there and seeing the emotion on his face, being around him all year, it feels like he's he's going to retire. Now, if he comes back, I still think he's a great player. And he I was don't, the first team All-Pro this year. Yeah, and I don't think if he comes back, it'll be a mistake. I don't think there's a right or wrong decision here in a lot of ways. But, yeah, I, w- I would probably guess at this point that he does retire. Yeah, so I'm leaning that way too. But again, I've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There was definitely a period the last couple of weeks where I was like, "Oh, maybe he is coming back. I think he might be." Now, now I think I'm, I'm leaning back the other way. But such a massive decision that it's obviously going to influence this team in a big way. If if he's not back next year, like I, I can't I can't say enough the impact that has on this team on and off the field. Off the field, I mean, I don't you know I don't have to say it, but like, Jason Kelsey is a legend in that building. Like, mm-hmm. seeing someone else different in his locker is going to be wild. Just totally. like those type of things, right? But on the field, if he's gone, the interior of the Eagles' offensive line becomes a huge question mark. And there is not a team in the NFL that wins with a bad interior of the offensive line. Especially when Jalen had issues last year, I thought, leaving the pocket too early. Like, losing Kelsey would be a monster loss for this team. 215-592-9494. So if you want to chime in in addition the Eagles the Super Bowl your thoughts on Kelsey we'll take those calls as well let's go back to the phones go to Texas and talk to our guy CJ what up Siege gentlemen 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 how's it going what up CJ how you doing uh, I'm doing pretty good just having lunch figured I'll call you guys and see how you guys are doing appreciate it always so, good to hear from you so I look at this week and sadly the bar I was sitting in eating lunch they were playing the freaking last year's Super Bowl. Yep. And so I left before we got down. So I'm like, let me get out of here. Yeah, so, um, so they still won that so, day in your eyes, yeah. Yeah. So with, with looking at that and I look at, like, what the guys have been saying on Radio Row and all the interviews from this week, they the, the kind of the rumors start coming out or they kind of start answering the question like, hey, they were broken out for the 49ers game or that they kind of had finger-pointing stuff going on. So when I hear stuff like that, you have questions going back to questions about Jalen, which I don't. I think Jalen is still the same person who I think he is as far as a quarterback and as a leader. You know, I think he's going to do everything he possibly can. But at some point in time, no matter how hard you try, you have a cap on who you are. Yeah. And when you have a when you have a head coach like Nick who doesn't who's supposed to be an offensive guy who now we've turned into like, hey, he's a CEO guy. If it's supposed to be your offense and you can't run it, now we gotta bring somebody else in and be in flux. That further, further, further makes my love for Andy Reid grow higher. Because mm-hmm. with that, look at his tree. Look at his coaching tree. He has one of the strongest coaching trees in the NFL as far as talent of saying, like, okay, at least they can be a coordinator. At least yeah. we can identify yep. who can be a quarterback. So what we have now 
now it's like, okay, if we have a good season, which I expect us to maybe go to the second round of the playoffs next year, if we do that, then it's like, okay, if we had a decent season, do we lose our offensive coordinator? Does our defensive coordinator decide to retire? Does who's helping with picking other players for as receiver and corner and things that we've always had issues with drafting, which even well, though see, Andy had yeah. those issues, Andy had those issues, it's still you knew they could score. They could always score. We yeah. scored last year, but yeah. we got into a funk to where you had a coach that couldn't get us out of it. And well, that's I think why too, I always the, love Andy. Yeah, and I think the turnovers last year were a big deal. Like they moved the ball. Obviously, the last few weeks the whole team was was broken, but they moved the ball pretty well last year uh, up and down the field. The turnovers were a problem. There was a lot in there. The one thing I would touch on is your point about Jalen. Um, you know, I, I think that last year was not who he is, but I do think this year going in, like he has to he has to be better. Obviously, now now as to the Andy thing, yeah, for sure. Like with Andy being gone now, I think it's is it ten years, eleven years. Uh, it was 2012. So, yeah, so yeah. right around 10 years. Um, yeah, I, I definitely look back on the Andy thing and appreciate more what he did, just in terms of the offense always being consistent, in terms of the, the team almost always being a, a competitor up until those last few years. So, yeah, I definitely view the Andy thing. I appreciate what he did more after looking at all the coaching changes they've had to make since he left. I mean, definitely, because I am a guy who came along. I, I, unlike a lot of you guys who were like, hey, I was born in Philly, raised in Philly, that way the Eagles are on in the background. I got lucky. And the first time I saw an actual football game, it was actually Cowboys-Eagles. Yeah. And I saw Randall running around, and I was like, man, who is that guy? Yeah. And I was lit every day since. Now, after that, after you come off those Randall Cunningham years, we, we went into some bad ways. Yeah, so buddy. to get it solidified, so Andy is who I always knew to be like, hey, he brought me the most success. You know, even though I know, understand, like, sometimes the feeling they're like, oh, man, he didn't get us over the hump. Sometimes you got to understand where you are, and there's only one winner every year. And oh. I'm kind of trying to convince myself of that now to being like, hey, I can't it's hard to win the Super Bowl. on my team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And CJ, but, hey, I love you guys. You're I'm always man. listening. And go oh, Birds, man. You're the best, CJ. Go Birds. And look, I, I, to his point, like, I'm with you. Like, the first thing I said about Andy is Andy showed this organization showed jeffrey Lurie what a winning organization should look like how to win how to build you know howie the whole thing like andy is definitely like the forebearer for the success this organization has had but at the end of the day he had a lot of success here and he didn't win a super bowl like yeah. th those are those are two inextricable truths that are that are both you know kind of in, in parallel to each other yeah and i think but the interesting thing with the eagles is they've only ever won one so yeah, yeah you know it's not like uh, to cj's point it's hard to win the super bowl yeah, we know right. that yeah. yeah exactly that's why it was so frustrating they didn't pull it off a year ago but so amazing when they did oh uh, let's go to richmond and talk to our guy justin what up just hey good afternoon friends how are y'all what up man good to hear from you good to talk to you guys and as a shocker i'm gonna agree with elliot uh, I feel like this has been happening a lot lately. I feel like yeah. Justin has been calling up a lot lately and being like, shocker, I'm agreeing with Elliot. <laughs> but it's not a shock anymore, Justin. The shock is now if you agree with me at this point, I feel like. The, sh the shocker is sarcasm. So I thought we were <laughs> Philly. Oh, I, thought, I thought we understood that. <laughs> okay, good, good. I didn't realize. Um, nice. Yeah, no, it, it it is definitely sarcasm. And I, I am 100% rooting for Andy this weekend. Like, mm -hmm. I think that they're... Well, so are you rooting for Andy more than you're rooting against the Niners? A thousand percent. Wow. Yeah, not me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm rooting for Andy. That's fine. But I'm way more rooting against the Niners. Yeah, I mean, I don't particularly want the Niners to win. And I think, like, there's something about rooting for the underdog where if, let's say, the Lions had made it, I'd probably be thinking about it a little bit differently um, but yeah, like, like, you know, to, like real quick, Justin, I would like, be rooting for the there's Lions probably only time. two or three teams in the league they were playing the Chiefs. I know some of them can't yeah, play. It's in the, the Super Cowboys Bowl. and the Niners are basically, and I guess the Giants in Washington. But it's you can't even. No, imagine no, I'm that. saying I think that if Andy was playing, oh, I'm any going team, the other way. Yeah. The, the only teams I'm rooting for the Chiefs against right now are like the Niners, the Cowboys, the Giants, and Washington. I think I'm rooting for everyone else in the yeah. NFL against the Chiefs. Go yeah, ahead, Justin. I think um, anyway, I am rooting for Andy. I think, you know, there is something about watching greatness happen exactly. um, that is just as much fun as rooting for the underdog on, on occasion. So, um, I, James, I, I told you this, uh, I think the last time I was up at Parks that I had a doubt take for you um, that, I, that I told you about I was going to give on the bye week. Oh, yeah, buddy. 
I so here's the thing. I want to be very clear that I think Stout is a very good football coach. I I think Stout was the best position coach we had last year. We have to stop this narrative of every offensive lineman that we pick is automatically going to be a Pro Bowl Pro Bowl player. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to Elliot's point earlier, like Landon was a second round pick. Cam Jurgens was a second round pick. Um, you know, other Wait. than look, Wayne even was Samala a was a third pick. round pick. Like Big V was a fifth round pick. Mylata is really obviously his masterpiece, so to speak. Dillard was yeah, a first I, round, pick. but uh, but uh, well, no, but Dillard right. didn't work out. I'm talking about the guys who worked out. Like they're not all high picks, but the, but there are more than not. Is the point? They're they're not, but you could also find the guys that didn't work. Right? Like I don't think any of us are screaming for Jack Driscoll to come back. Um, I don't think any of us are like, okay, yeah, just put Tyler Steen in at guard yeah, or Sue Peta or whatever. Yeah. Dillard. Or Dillard, for sure. So, right, exactly. So I think, like, Stout gets this, like, God treatment, and I think we just need to, like, recognize how big of a need the offensive line is and to be willing to ask some questions because the offensive line, you know, couldn't stop the blitz. Justin, I, they couldn't I, run Justin, the ball. Like, uh, great call, man. And I, I'm again, we're up against it, but I, I totally agree with you. Elliot and I have talked about this on the pod, too. Like, I don't think the offensive line got enough uh, blame. Especially when it came to the blitz. Especially when it came to the blitz. Like, oh, Jalen and Nick. It's all on Jalen and Nick. No, it's, it's on Jalen and Nick. And it's also on the offensive yeah. line. Like, they what did are we a talking poor about job here? picking things yeah. up. And yeah. even Kelsey would say that. He would come on the show and say, we need to execute better on the line and stuff, too. So Yeah, and, and Stoutland obviously has earned the right of, you know, ultimate praise in he some ways. He is a great he is, coach. He is not above criticism. He is like not the, infallible exactly. is the term. Yes. That's exactly right. All right, 215-592-9494. One hour down, another hour for us to go. Leading you up to TK, Tom Kelly coming up at 3 o'clock. Get on the line now. We want to talk to as many of our regulars as we can over this next hour on the Eagles. How far away do you think they are from being back in this weekend next season? What needs to happen for them to get there? And then the game itself. Are you rooting more for Andy or rooting more against the Niners, 215-592-9490. Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Park Cicino. And you can live bet all of your favorite sports, including, of course, the big game tomorrow. Plus, you can play all your favorite casino games on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. The Sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fan. Bet for uh, more than the score. You can bet Philly hoops, all pro hoops. Bet on individual player performances, points, rebounds, all that good stuff. You can play blackjack, live dealer, all that good stuff. But most importantly... Tomorrow, the big game. San Fran is a two-point favorite against Kansas City. I can't figure it out. It, 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 it's perplexing me. I love Kansas City. I think they're the better team. I don't want to bet against their quarterback. I don't want to bet against their coach. I feel really good about Kansas City in this one, but it seems like everyone does. Uh, fa- fascinating one to bet on. Over-unders, 48 points. And again, more than anything, you can bet on all kinds of props. So much action that you can bet on, whether it's yardage, whether it's rushing yards, passing yards, who's going to score touchdowns, the first touchdown, the last touchdown. There's all kinds of fun props in there. We'll go through a few of them later in the show. There's all kinds of fun stuff to bet on. Over-unders by team, scoring by quarters, coin toss, and so much more. Bet Parks has a great offer, so join us right now and download the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet, and you get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. See website at betparks.com for details. You love to play. You play to win. You bet. Bet Parks. You must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.